The Fight Show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. Use the promo code SGP for up to $1,000 deposit bonus. That's MyBookie.ag promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid. We're also teaming up with All Things Comedy to run back the 2019 playoffs via Madam Sims and giving away $10,000 in my bookie credits. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash ATC for all the info at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash ATC. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. And finally, we're also brought to you by Cushy Dreams. Cushy Dreams is a new company with a full lineup of premium smokable CBD, now shipping legally to all 50 states. And if you use the promo code SGP, you'll get 15% off. That's Cushy, K-U-S-H-Y Dreams.com and the promo code SGP. Usman, I can't stand him, man. I can't stand that dude. When the time comes, I will break his face, man, and in a violent way. This guy's a fraud. He's a phony, guys. This guy is so much hype, he knows he can't hold a candle to who I am, to what I can do. He knows that. I'm going to kill you. That's exactly what I'm going to do. Do something. You got to catch something. Lucky. That's the only reason why nothing's happening. Do something. Respect the master a lot before. Just like his name, he was a game brand. He was just a fighter. Of course, he was kind of like a 500 fighter, kind of like the journey man. Something shifted in Jorge Masvidal over the last two years. What he calls the resurrection, and he said he's going to start baptizing people. And what he means by that is putting people to sleep. I started thinking about my whole career. Then I said I have to separate myself from the pack. The only way to do that is to end individuals. Someone's got to humble you. He's got his fans who really believe that he can beat anybody in the world, that he can't be touched. That's the guy that's going to beat you. He's going to knock you out. No, it's not even remotely possible. My job is to dominate, and that's something that I do very, very well, which is why I am the undisputed champion of the world.
You are listening to The Fight Show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. Follow me on Twitter at SGP EPL and make sure you check out my website lockbetting.com where we will be covering the undercard for this fight so we'll be giving out our official picks and our picks for the undercard as well but right here right now we will be covering the main card for UFC 251 Fight Island which is now going to be headlined by Kamara Usman versus Jorge Masterval. Out of nowhere, we are getting this matchup due to the fact that Gilbert Burns ended up pulling out of this fight. Originally, when Masterval was announced, he came in as a plus 400 underdog, or sorry, a plus 300 underdog with Kamara Usman at minus 400. Yet, it looks like all of the money has gone in on the underdog. It looks like they are buying into the Mastabal hype, and he is now all the way in to 7-4. to four. You cannot get Mastabal to win this fight at anything better than plus 200 at the moment, which means that you can get Kamara Usman at the moment at 1-2. to two. So he shifted from 1-4, to four, minus 400, to 1-2 to two to win this fight with Mastaval. You can still find him at a best price of 2-1, to one, but generally he's being offered at around about 7-4, to 6-4 to four to win this fight. That, for me, is a shocking turn of events when you have a guy here coming in off the street, unprepared, not ready for a fight, coming in and replacing another fighter with a week's notice, and he's been backed in from 3-1 to one to roundabout about two to one and Kamara Usman has gone from minus 400 to minus 200 that is crazy to me that we've seen that kind of line movement in the last few days if we delve a little bit deeper here into the props it does get quite interesting because we start to pick up even more value and just for the record I think the value at the moment is completely on Kamara Usman I'll explain why after we run through the prices Obviously, we've said Kamara Usman is one to two to win this fight. Jorge Masterval, where I'm looking, is seven to four. Kamara Usman to win this fight via knockout is available at seven to four, nine to one on a submission, and two to one on a decision. Jorge Masterval is available at three to one here to win this via TKO KO. 18 to one via submission, and he is 10 to one to win it via a decision. If we're looking at the total rounds markets in this one, it is two to five to go over 1.5 rounds. It is eight to 13 to go over 2.5 rounds. It is even money to go over 3.5 rounds. It is six to four to go over 4.5 and then 13 to eight, just a shade more to go the distance. These are the best prices that I can find for these props. For me, I think this is an easy night's work here for Kamara Usman. I don't think that I would like Jorge Masterval to win this fight, even if he was coming off a full camp. I really don't understand the hype here with Jorge Masterval. A lot of it actually echoes what Kamara Usman was saying in the little video clip that we heard at the beginning that we used to preview the fight shows. I don't understand the hype. What we have here 
is a journeyman who has somehow managed to put a couple of wins together. But if we look back just a few years ago, bearing in mind that Jorge Masterval is no spring chicken. He is 35 years old. And just three years ago, he was getting beaten by Damian Meyer in a decision. He was being beaten by Stephen Wonderboy Thompson in a decision. His record is littered with decision losses to people. He has 13 losses coming into this fight, whereas Kamara Usman only has one. Now, I completely understand. Jorge Masterval is coming into this fight with three sensational wins. He beat up Nate Diaz in his last fight to win that ridiculous belt that he carries around, the BMF title. He got an amazing knockout over Ben Askren. He was an underdog in that fight. A lot of people thought Askren was going to win that one on points and just out-wrestle the guy, and Jorge Masterval knocked him out in Record time, the fastest knockout in UFC history at five seconds. That is going to get you some hype. And then before that, to get himself into this position, he upset Darren Till in the UK. But is Darren Till somebody that we would consider to be an elite fighter? Yes, I understand he's a ranked fighter, he's a top five fighter, maybe even a top three fighter, but is he a future UFC champion? Is he elite? Was Nate Diaz at his peak? Was he even healthy going into that fight? And as for the Ben Askren thing, as cool as it is to knock somebody out in five seconds, you have to consider that a one-off. You have to consider that a fluke. Yes, Jorge Masvidal does have knockout power. That's undisputed. But Kamara Usman has beaten men with knockout power. He's been able to avoid those shots and he's been able to come away with the victories. I think he's being massively disrespected here. Yeah, he's not as cool and he doesn't have the hype behind him that Jorge Masterville has, but he's a guy that's only lost one fight. He's coming into this off victories over Colby Covington. He took this title away from Tyrone Woodley. Woodley had this title for an age, and he absolutely dominated Woodley. He's got wins over Rafael de Sanos. He's beaten Damon in Meyer, who actually beats Jorge Masterville. Everything here for me points to Kamara Usman. Camp or no camp? If, Hamar, if Jorge Masterville had come in 100% here with a full six to eight week training camp, I still wouldn't be picking him to win this fight because he would still have a puncher's chance. And I would imagine that if that was the case and he had come in with a full camp, the line would be set pretty much at what people have backed it into at the moment. We're getting so much value here. We're getting Kamara Usman at a price, what he would be under normal circumstances. Jorge Masterville should be 2-1 to one to win this fight with a full training camp. And people are taking him at 2-1 to one with no preparation, or at least a week's preparation. It makes no sense to me. Does he have a better chance of winning this fight than the original main event? Yes, he has a better chance than Gilbert Burns. So Gilbert Burns getting COVID and pulling out has benefited people because we have a better and more exciting fight. And Jorge Masterville certainly does have that puncher's chance. But will he win this fight? No, he will not win this fight. But I do think he'll come out of this with his marketability intact. So he'll still be able to go on and have big fights. There's still that fight out there for him with Conor McGregor. But I don't think either Conor McGregor or Jorge Masterville can beat Kamara Usman in this division. 
I think Kamara Usman is going to pull away late. I think he's got a massive advantage here with the wrestling and he's going to use that. And he's going to try and use that early because Mastaval is going to be most dangerous when he's fresh and he's going to try and stand with him. But later on, his power and his speed is likely to fade away. So Mastaval's chances of an upset are going to deteriorate after the first round. That's why I said there's value on Mastaval via knockout in the first round at 12 to 1. But... I think after that, his chances fade. And it's just a case of, for us, how long it takes for Kamara Usman to win this fight. Obviously, I like Kamara Usman on the money line because the money line is now one to two. I didn't originally have that earmarked. I had the decision earmarked, which you can still get a two to one. I also like the over 3.5 rounds and the over 2.5. Over 2.5, obviously, safer because you have to, safer because you have to navigate five less minutes. The over... 2.5 is available at 8 to 13 or even money for over 3.5. Lots of ways to go. Lots of lot stuff I like in this fight and none of them involve Jorge Massiva winning, but he does have a puncher's chance. So at 12 to 1, you may be, you may be advised to hedge a first round knockout because that is the only danger. After that, you're looking at cashing over 2.5. You're looking at cashing over, over 3.5. And you could potentially cast the decision there as long as um, Jorge Mastavel doesn't give in and allow Kamara Usman to just overwhelm him and ground and pound him into the ground, winning this fight late on. If you can survive the fourth and fifth, then of course you can end up winning winning that nice decision money at two to one. I like all of that stuff, but make sure you do take that 12 to one cover for a Mastaval knockout in the first round at 12 to one, just in case this hype is real. I don't think it is easy night here for me for Kamara Usman and lots of value here, lots of safe value at one to two minus 200. Uh, I don't understand why this has been backed into this and possibly tomorrow it'll be a different price once the Sharps get in on Kamara Usman because at the moment I think it's a very public play to back Jorge Masterval in this one. Before we move on with the rest of the card, let me tell you where you can bet on everything that I'm giving out here. And that is, of course, mybookie.ag. They're also still doing their 50% deposit offer. So sign up now using a promo code SGP to net yourself some extra cash on top of your deposit. Put in $1,000 and they'll spot you a free 500 bucks to play with for this UFC card. Use the promo code SGP when you make your deposit. With mybookie, you bet, you win, and most importantly, you get paid. Also, don't forget the guys are back at it with another awesome sim tournament teaming up with all things comedy they're running back the 2019 playoffs and giving away ten thousand dollars in my bookie credits go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash atc for all the details that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash atc let me also take a time out here to talk about Ace Per Head. Ace is the place to go if you ever thought about starting your own sports book. Ace is here to help you start that sports book. They'll provide you with an all-inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated to the second and wages graded immediately. They have top-notch customer support going 24-7 and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace offers a live betting and amazing mobile experience. Get started today and Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. And last of all, let me take a second 
been here to talk about Cushy Dreams. Cushy Dreams is a new company with a full lineup of premium smokable CBD. They specialize in extraordinary CBD-rich hemp flour and pre-rolled CBD joints, now shipping, now shipping legally to all 50 states. Join a group of adults who are sick of vapes and gummies and want to smoke their CBD. Plus, with the SGP, you'll get yourself 15% off. Just use the promo code SGP and go to Cushy Dreams. That's K-U-S-H-Y dreams.com and the promo code SGP. That's Cushy Dreams, K-U-S-H-Y dreams.com and the promo code SGP. Moving on to the semi-main event, and we have Alexander Volkanovsky versus Max Holloway in a rematch from their last fight where Volkanovsky edged it on points, yet we have the favorites completely flipping from the last fight. In fact, Alexander Volkanovsky is pretty much the price that Max Holloway was going into the last fight. Alexander Volkanovsky is now the one to two favorite for this fight. And Max Holloway is available at nine to five. For me, when you edge out a fight and all of a sudden you go from being a 6-4, 7-4 underdog to being a minus 200 favorite and Max Holloway goes the opposite way from being a minus 200 favorite to being nearly plus 200, that doesn't make too much sense to me when Max Holloway needs to just go away learn from the last fight and make those changes. And Max Holloway is definitely capable of doing that. So there isn't too much value here in Alexander Volkanovsky. Do I think Volkanovsky will win this fight again? Yeah, I do think he will win again. But the value is all on Holloway here to win this fight. Holloway is available, as I said, at nearly two to one. And he's 10 to three to win this fight via a decision. If we break down the fight and have a look at those props here, which I'll just bring up, you'll see Alexander Volkanovsky 3-1 to via knockout, 14-1 to submission, and even money on the decision. Max Holloway's 13-2 to via knockout, 14-1 to by submission, and 10-3 to by decision. The easy money obviously lies here in the overs, but over 2.5 is 1-3. to over 3.5 is 2 to 5. Over 4.5 is 4 to 7. And will the fight go to a decision? It's 4 to 6 minus 150. I think this fight definitely, definitely goes to a decision, just like the last one. And obviously, it's going to be a close fight once again, just like the last one. I don't think that Holloway despite the fact that he has a lot of value here, and despite the fact the last fight was close, I don't think he can go away and make the adjustments here to win three rounds and take it on the scorecards. I just think Volkanovski beat him last time with those leg kicks. He matched his cardio, and that is been that has been the big problem for fighters in the past. They've not been able to hang with Holloway over five rounds. They haven't been able to have that cardio, and Holloway's just been able to outman them and take advantage of it. He's just been able to out-cardio them. I just think this is going to be a very similar fight to the first one, and I lean towards Volkanovski getting the win, and that is a lean, a small lean. I don't like him him here as a minus 200 favorite at all i do not see the the, the the odds flipping from one guy being the same price that the last guy was i think this is a very very even fight still and i just narrowly give the fight edge to volkanovsky and that's completely ignoring the odds it doesn't mean there's any value there at all i think volkanovsky is also the more powerful guy and he's more likely to get a knockout here or a takedown and um, if Holloway doesn't figure out a way to stop those leg kicks, he's going to be very, very tough. It's going to be very, very tough to him to win because that was the key thing last time. 
I think Holloway needs to throw calf kicks of his own and he can then minimize the movement of Volkanovski's kicks. These are some of the adjustments that he needs to he needs to make. He needs to improve his volume from the last fight because that didn't look like a normal Max Holloway performance and maybe there was something wrong there. Maybe that's something to take into consideration. Maybe that means that there's humongous value on Holloway to win this fight at 10 to 3. For me, it's a leave. It's a very, very chalky play for me on this one where I will just be taking the points. I'd possibly be adding that into your parlays. I think there's decent value on the fight here to go to, to go to distance as I'm relatively certain it will. I think we're going to see a replica of the last fight, but I just think Volkanovski had too many weapons in his arsenal to beat Holloway and I don't think Holloway will be able to make the adjustments to come here and win three rounds. Plus, you have to beat the champ as well. And we often hear that expression and sometimes people don't know what it means. What it means is that in order to win, in order to hear that announcer say and new at the end of a fight, you need to be relatively convincing. If Max Holloway is going to come here and win three rounds, he needs to win those three rounds relatively clearly. Otherwise, 50-50 rounds often defer to the champion. And we've seen that lately with John Jones. We've seen fights where we thought John Jones had lost. Some people had seriously thought that the John Jones era had been ended and he's come away with victories. So... That plays into that, and it plays into it with all combat sports, boxing, MMA. You have to beat the champion more often than not. Championship belts aren't handed out to people. And last time, Alexander Volkanovsky, he clearly won three rounds in that fight. Despite the fact it was close and Holloway had his moments, Volkanovsky did win three rounds in that fight. But I just don't think that he won it convincingly enough for Volkanovsky to be the same price that Holloway was going into the last fight as a favorite. And for Holloway to be two to one here plus 200 and over plus 300 here to win this fight on points. Up next, we have another title fight where Peter Yan takes on Jose Aldo here. And Yan is the two to five favorite. It's 15 to eight on Jose Aldo. Aldo, five to one on a knockout, 14 to one submission at 11 to two to win via decision. Peter Yan is six to five to knock out Aldo, 16 to one on the submission and at five to two via a decision. I like. Peter Yan here to grind out a decision against Jode Aldo. Um, I don't think that this is the same fire, obviously, from the past. We've seen Jose Aldo beaten numerous times. I think Conor McGregor punched the mystique out of him. I don't think he ever really recovered. Yes, he's had wins here and there, but that knockout win... I think was the end of Jose Aldo being an elite fire. It's been many, many years since we've seen the leg-destroying dynamo that ruled the roost in WEC and the UFC as well. I think after the Conor fight, what we saw is this reluctant, low-output boxer. And then, of course, we had those losses to Max Holloway, which I think were a turning point because then we saw a nasty brawler emerge in Aldo and he completely overwhelmed Jeremy Stevens in their fight. And I think that's the Aldo that we need to see in this one. I really think the the only route that he has to victory is to set a fast pace and win a high-octane scrap where he can get in and out and have good head movement. Because if he doesn't manage to avoid the shots and he ends up getting into a war 
with Peter Yan, then Peter Yan is going to end up knocking him out. There is there is no real route here for, for Jose Aldo to win, in my opinion. He has to be absolutely perfect here on his feet. He needs to land punches, get out, get in, get out, set a high-octane pace, be on top of this fight and bag those three rounds without getting into a war and getting knocked out by the superior power here of Peter Yan because Peter Yan won't mind a war breaking out and Aldo almost needs to set a pace where this one is a war in order to win this on the scorecards. I think things get even worse for Aldo when you consider how much mileage he's occurred over the years and also how improving his conditioning is here at Bantamweight, which is what he's going down to. This is for the Bantamweight title. So while he looked fine, Last time out, he's coming up against Yan, who lands over 5.6 strikes every 60 seconds. So that's a whole different level. I think I see this going one way and one way only, and that's Peter Yan getting his hand raised. I think this is a good fight to add to parlays. I think two to five is a dis decent price on Peter Yan, and that's a good thing to add to your parlays. And if I had to pick a prop here, I think Peter Yan knocks out Jose Aldo in this fight, which is available at six to five. Up next, we have two fights remaining on this card, both women's fights that I'm going to talk about collectively. I'm going to do all the housekeeping and stuff first where I give you the odds. So we'll start with Rose Namajunas versus Jessica Andrade, where Namajunas is the one to two favorite, despite taking a loss to Andrade in their last fight, 13 to eight on Andrade. Namajunas, four to one knockout, five to one submission, six to four on the decision. As for Andrade, she is 11-2 TKO KO, 16-1 submission, and 3-1 to to win via decision. If we're looking at the total rounds market, it's over 1.5 at 2-5, over 2.5 at 4-6, and this fight to go the distance is available at 4-5. I like that. And I'll be talking about that more in a second once we look at the other fight, which features Paige Van Zandt. So I'm sure guys are going to be tuning in to see this one. They're not going to come in halfway through the card, catch this one to open up the show straight as the undercard finishes. But Van Zandt is a massive underdog here in the last fight of her UFC contract. I can't imagine they'll let her go, but... We'll see what happens. She's six to one to win this one. Amanda Rebus is her opponent. She is one to nine to win this. Rebus is four to one via TKO KO, two to one via decision and even money. Sorry, two to one by submission and even money on a decision. Van Zant, 14 to one TKO KO, 14 to one submission and 10 to one on a decision. I think if Van Zant does win, I think it's going to need to be via decision, but I think that would be a monumental upset as the odds reflect. If we're looking at the over-unders here, over 1.5 rounds is available at 2 to 5. Over 2.5 is available at 8 to 11. And this fight to go the distance here is available at 10 to 11. And when you're looking at Rebass to win via decision being at even money, it shows you how big of an underdog Van Zandt really is in this fight because you're basically winning nothing extra to add Rebus to win this via decision. So what I want to do with these two fights is I want to parlay them together for both fights to go the distance because we rarely 
UAC finishes in women's fights, and these prices are actually significantly better prices on these fights to go to distance than you would usually get. So I like them both individually to go to distance, and I like parlaying them both together to go to distance because I do think Rebas ends up winning all three rounds against Paige Van Zandt. I don't think she ends up finishing her. Paige Van Zandt is a lot more resilient than people think. She's more than a pretty face. She's a competent fighter, although not a top five fighter. And Rose Namajunas, I think she just comes out here to get revenge. She was winning the fight last time against Jessica Andrade until she was basically WWE pile driver onto her head. I don't see that happening here. This is a much shorter fight. And um, I think Nami Yunus just needs to come out here, get her career back on track, win the two rounds that she needs to win and get this revenge victory here over Jessica Andrade and then reestablish herself in the UFC as a top fighter. She is still a top fighter. She's still appearing on the main card where we have two women's fights. You usually wouldn't get that unless one of them was a top fight, which this one is. And the other one, of course, features Paige Van Zandt, who always fights on the main card because of what she looks like so i think parlaying those two together i think individually i think rebass on points is going to happen in the uh in the rebass van zandt fight but there's no point taking that even money when at 10 to 11 you can just take the fight to go a decision parlay that to go to go to a decision with this rose nami Yunus andrade fight to go to a decision and i also like Rose Nami Yunus to win this fight on points at six to four. So that concludes your UFC card. We have covered now all five fights on the main card. As I said, head over to lockbetting.com if you want to get my picks on the prelims and see which of these picks I make official. And I'm going to make one official now because it's time for my UFC 251 Fight Island Lock. This is your lucky day because I'm going to give you two. I originally had one written down, but I've got to add Kamara Usman, first of all, on the money line. I would go as high as two units on this one. I just can't understand why people are piling on on Mastaval. I think if you listen to this podcast early enough, you'll be able to get him at minus 201 to two because I think once the Sharps get involved, they are going to be betting on Kamara Usman because they bet a lot more logically than the public. The luck I have had written down was Rose Nami Yunus and Jessica Andrade to go the distance. The only reason I'm not taking Nami Yunus to win this on points here as six to four is because she did lose the last fight. She does struggle with mental health issues and this fight has been delayed because Rose Nami Yunus lost a couple of family members to COVID and she hasn't fought for 14 months. So we don't know what type of Nami Yunus we're, we're necessarily going to get. But I think if it's the old one, she does what she needs to do here and comfortably wins this fight on the cards, possibly takes all three rounds. We've already seen that Nami Yunus can do it. Her game plan was working last time. And that's weird to say because she ended up losing that fight, but she lost the fight because she was randomly dropped on her neck, something I've not seen before. It was a WWE-style pile driver or powerbomb. So I don't think we're going to see that again. Plus, we saw Andrade lose the belt coming off a vicious TKO loss to Welly Yang last time out. So 
I don't think Andrade, as if Nami Yunus is at 100%, can pull that off again. And I don't think she has a chance of winning this fight. So I do like the 6-4, to four, but I'm not going to take it as the lock. I am going to take this fight to go to distance. Expect Nami Yunus to be fluid in her movement, avoid strikes, keep to the similar game plan as last time, which was being quick on her feet and then trying to take this fight to the ground midway where she's a lot more comfortable grinding out things and winning the fight on the ground, scoring points and winning comfortably on the scorecards. So the lock here, once again, is going to be Rose, Nami Yunus and Jessica Andrade to go the distance. And I also have added Kamara Usman to win on the money line at one to two minus 200 here against Jorge Masterville. I think there's great value there. I think there's value in doing a few parlays here. If you head over to my website, lockbetting.com, I am going to put some parlays together for the main card. And of course, I'm going to be putting out plays for the prelims. I've already picked out lots of stuff here. I'm going to put the post out tomorrow. So all you need to do to get those plays is head over to lockbetting.com where we're absolutely killing at the moment. 25-5 and run in the KBO, coming off a 5-0 and sweep this morning. Of course, you'll get all of the soccer picks as well, all of the podcasts, including the European shows. So head over to lockbetting.com. Don't forget to check out sportsgamblingpodcast.com because there are other guys here associated with the Sports Gambling Podcast that have written their articles up for UFC. Plus, you can get my EPL article over there as well. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com. The EPL show is currently available, so make sure you check that out. And another EPL show will be coming out on Monday. And after Monday's one, we will only have two more EPL shows for the rest of the season. So make sure you cash in on those. We are winning people money. We are really getting on top of the EPL. It's been fun since soccer came back, been able to cap it really, really well. So make sure that you get involved. That's it for me in this edition of the fight show. Enjoy the fights on Saturday night. Good luck with all of your bets as always. And thanks for listening guys. Finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer. Don't miss Shop, Play, Win Monopoly at Safeway. You could win free groceries for a week, month, or a year. Every ticket wins an offer, a prize, or tokens for sweepstakes. Just scan your tickets in the Shop, Play, Win app and see what you won. And be sure to play the digital game with over 100 million in prizes. Download the Shop, Play, Win app to play today. No purchase necessary. See rules at www.shopplaywin.com. Hasbro is not a sponsor of this promotion.